Welcome to Embrace the Unexpected with your host, Bernadette Butler. In this program, you'll learn how Bernadette and her guests were able to turn what seemed to be a negative into a positive lesson that they can teach others and give hope. Now, here is Bernadette Butler. The Lord your God is with you. He is mighty to save. He will take great delight in you. He will quiet you with his love. He will rejoice over you with singing. Zephaniah 3.17 Hi, I'm Bernadette Butler. I'm your host at Embrace the Unexpected. And this evening, uh, my guest is Norma Cubano. Welcome, Norma. Yes, my name is Norma Cubano. I'm here. Um, very honored and blessed to be here and embrace the unexpected. Thank you, Bernadette. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, I've met Norma, and she has a wonderful story to share about how God helped her in her life. And matter of fact, she's working on a book for uh, a book herself. And uh, she's going to share that with us. So, Norma, tell uh, us a little bit about yourself. Uh, well, I I come from Puerto Rico. Um, I was born in Puerto Rico, and I came to the United States in 1973. I have five kids, 15 grandkids, and four great-grandkids. Most are here in Ohio. Other ones in Florida and the other ones in Nashville. Oh, okay. Now, uh, tell, start, kind of tell about your life. Uh, you was raised in Puerto Rico, right? Yes. And you're from a a wealthy home. Uh, yes. Yeah. Were, were you the only child or? Yes, I was the only child um, in in the home. In um, in I I was raised in a wealthy, wealthy home, um, very giving, giving people, um, and my father um, I remember that he used to um, to make uh, to make donations and and give away uh, presents to the kids, the poor kids in Christmas. And um, the reason that I'm saying this is because uh, no matter how good you um, live or you raise, you always have unexpected situations in life. And everybody have those, those situations um, that leave scars in our life. And all those unexpected situations make an impact, either positive or negative. The key is how you react and manage those challenges when they arise. So when did your unexpected when did your unexpected start? Well, my unexpected start um, I believe when I was six years old. Um, what I was saying um, before, um, in my home everything was a lot of discipline. I supposed to be perfect, and um, my father expect for me to be excellent. And it's a lot. Of, it was a lot of pressure. Uh, at the point that in four years old, I I knew how to read and multiply, and I supposed to win all the contests, uh, whatever place it was, and and uh, that leads me to be in first grade at the six years old. I'm the four years old. I was in first grade. Wow. So for me, it was an unexpected situation because the environment was different at my home. Mm-hmm. And I have to deal with the challenges and and the changes in life. Um, other than that, uh, one that impacted me real real bad was when I was six years old that I found out that I was adopted that I was not part of the family that he was not my parents he was not my father or my mother and that was really hard for me because I feel rejected at the day uh, at the age of six years old 
and uh, I felt lost. I felt abandoned for my real family that I never met until now. I never met uh, my real family. So I believe that was an unexpected um, situation in my life. How did you find out that you were adopted? Uh, well, people people was telling me that he was not my father. And I believe it because I was six years old and he was 60. Even that I asked him, he, be, he, he denied it. But in my heart, I believe that he was not my father, and that bring, bring um, negative feelings and emotions in my life. And your mother, did, I mean, did you ever ask your mom about that, the lady that what, raised you as, as her, you as her daughter? She, she was not allowed to tell me the truth. Oh. My father was very strict, and the environment of the house was very abusive. Uh, was he abusive to your mother? To my mother and oh. to me. Oh. Uh, physical abuse. Physical mm. abuse. Because um, in Puerto Rico, um, it's, it's uh, hard to raise a kid without hitting. So that's the culture in that time. And everything that I was going through was hitting. He has to hit me. And, and if she disobey him, then she, she, she got hit. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, um, at six years old, I was already in fourth grade because um, from the second, when I went to second year, second grade, he um, made the principal to give me a test. And I already knew her cursive and... Um, I'll write cursive mm-hmm. and all that. So I passed the test, and I see myself at the six years old uh, in fourth grade. That that lead me at the ten years old to be in the middle school, and that was very unexpected environment because at ten years old, being in the middle school is really hard. It's, it's different mentality of the kids, different priorities that I didn't have. So I have to deal with that too. Wow. So I know that we've talked before, so you had many unexpected situations in your life. Mm-hmm. So your uh, what was your next, uh, in being in that middle school environment, what, what was that like? What was unexpected there? Well, I, um, first of all, I, uh, the, the, the rejections and, and all the feelings and the abuse of my home uh, created me rebellion. And I decided not to obey my, my, my father, even though that I knew that I was going to be physical. I, uh, physical abuse. I have a lot of insecurity that took me to drugs and fighting in the school to be, uh, to be safe. Mm-hmm. I, I thought that that was uh, the way I should live in, in that environment. I was 10 years old, and my high was not helping me. I was very little, and I have I suffered a lot of bully, bullying, and I have to survive for myself mm-hmm. and try to fit in like other ki- with the other kids, uh, lead me to experience a lot of negative um, situation and ne- negative experiences. Mm-hmm. So that you experience uh, fights and and um, drugs. and drugs. Y- mm-hmm. You said what? You did you have personal experience, or you just saw that the other kids was doing that? No, I have ex- personal experiences. So when like you were that. ten, yeah, 10, 11, 12, Yes, and um, yes, it's a lot of an unexpected um, life that I was not, I, I was not used in my home. So I have to survive. I have to deal with that, and um, a lot of things happen in in those um, early early years. Um, and at eleven years old, 
that was my my worst experience in a situation was that I was raped by the, uh, an adult and uh, the situation was very unexpected. Was it some like a friend to the family or was it a stranger who was I mean no was it it was a stranger he he was a taxi driver and he was taking me from the school to my house because I didn't want to take the bus I I decided not to do what my my father said and I was supposed to go in the bus to my house but I decided to take um, a taxi and he um, he took me to to a, the, um, a place that nobody was living in secluded yes and that's why he did it he, and I have no clue what was going on um, and I have to face that in life and what uh, how did your dad respond to that seeing how that you know, he you were saying that he would hit, he was abusive. So did you tell him or you kept it a secret? I kept it a secret because I know he was going to hit me again. And I kept it to myself, making me a lot of damage in my in my heart and in my mind. Mm-hmm. Yes, but I still go to school. I still doing things the way he want me to because um, I'm not supposed to have B's in grades. I have to have A's. So that leads me um, to go to high school when I was 13 years old. When I went to that school, um, everything was different. The environment was different. The, the My friends were different. And, um, and I... I decided about my rebellion uh, to scare my father and because he hid me in front of my friends. And I decided to, uh, to not go back home that night uh, for him to scare him. But eventually I was planning to go. And in that time, um, I went with this kid mm-hmm. to his house and his mother kidnapped me. The, 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 the kid that you went to the house with kidnapped you. The mom. The mom. The mom, yes. The um, mom kidnapped you. Yes. I was 14 years old at this time. And, and uh, she told me, let's go somewhere uh, for a ride. And she took me about an hour or more away and she dropped me in a house with this kid that he was 16 for three days because she was asking money to my father for me oh because your father was wealthy yes and her intentions were to get money from your dad a ransom yes to release you yes a ransom to release me and after three days she went and picked me up and bring me to my father. And um, my father was very, very prideful person. And he decided to make a decision in my life that it was unexpected again. And he didn't, he didn't have the, the, the intentions to ask me what happened, what I did or nothing. It was not, not any conversation. He just um, told me, well, if you don't get married, you're going to be in a home. So I have to get married at 14 years old with a little kid that was 16. And then he threw me out from the house and I had to live in in, in his family that was very different as mine. So you married the kid that you went to school with. Mm Mm-hmm. The mom kidnapped you, kept you for ransom, let you go. But then because you was in that house, I'm trying to understand that with this family and this boy, your dad made you marry him. Yes. And you was 14 years old. 14 years old. And he was 16. Yes. Wow. Yes. 
And after that, well, I have to live with this family. They live in a project, a different environment. Environmentally, that was um, facing the unexpected again. That um, um, yeah, it was a lot of drugs, a lot of alcohol, a lot of fights, and my life changed completely. Completely, my father didn't talk to me for a year. So my experiences were really, really rough. And another, not another failure, because I felt that I was a failure. After all that had happened. Mm-hmm. And so you had no contact. He didn't contact you or anything like that. No, he didn't want to know about me. What my about father. your mom? What about your mom? My mom, my mother, um, she was not close to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, she never, I, I just remember she, she just hugged me one time in my life. And she don't ha- she didn't have no voice mm-hmm. in the situation. Mm-hmm. So I was married with, um, with this guy for nine years. And I have my five kids from him. But the marriage was abusive. Mm-hmm. So uh, the same situation that I lived in my home, I was living in in, in my marriage. So abusive. you went from one abusive household into mm-hmm. another. Yes. Did, was his mom aware of the fact that he was abusing you? Oh, yes. Yes. But she she uh, used to live like that. So it's, it was normal oh, in okay. their family. And I thought it was normal uh-huh. because I have all my life. Hold, hold, hold that thought. We, we have, we're going to go to break and then we're going to come back with the enormous, interesting, unexpected story. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com If your organization is looking for a dynamic speaker who presents life issues in a down-to-earth fashion, contact Bernadette Butler, author of Living with Autism. At her website, bbutlertheauthor.com, Bernadette's life experiences and love of God will give a lift and hope to all who hear her. While on her site, you can find out about her books, videos, words of praise, joy and love, and many more resources. Visit Bernadette's site today at bbutlertheauthor.com. In her recent release, Living with Autism, God, Me, and Melvin, from Page Publishing, author Bernadette Butler creates an autobiographical account of the joys and challenges of raising a child with a developmental disorder, autism, and the profound strength she derived from her faith throughout the journey, from the beginnings to changes in her son's behavior, silence, diagnosis, and the outcome overall. Get your copy of Bernadette's story at Amazon.com or directly from her website at bbutlertheauthor.com. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. You're listening to Black Friday every Friday here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Grow, evolve, change. You are listening to Embrace the Unexpected with Bernadette Butler. If you'd like to reach the show, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or to reach Bernadette Butler directly, send her a message at her website, bbutlertheauthor.com. Now back to Embrace the Unexpected. Okay, Norma, you left off where you married him. 
And then you said you had five kids with him, but you were in an abusive marriage. Yes. And then what happened? Abusive, abusive marriage that lasts for nine years because I was, I was not, I, I believe that I was not capable to raise my family, to be uh, raising my family by myself. Because at that time, he didn't allow me to go to school. He didn't allow me to um, to do anything for me, for myself. So I felt like uh, I, I couldn't do it. But it was so much abusive mm-hmm. that at the age of 23, I divorced. Mm-hmm. I got the courage to divorce. And uh, the court divorced me for domestic violence. And, um, okay, I was free from that, but I see myself now with five kids, no school, no family, no friends. So Mm. I was lost. Were you still in Puerto Rico at this time? No, I was here in Cleveland. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. I was in Ohio, and um, I didn't know what to do. I, I felt lost. I felt defeated I felt like a defeated individual um, and I didn't have God in my life um, it was terrible I had to find a way to survive with my five kids mm-hmm. so I see myself and no no way to escape and I have to call on God I, I heard about God but I didn't have a relationship with him at that time I didn't know who he really was and who he really was capable to do. And I didn't know about his love for me. But doesn't matter. I didn't know what, where, who, who to call. And I said, well, God, here I am. I don't know what to do with my five kids. I don't know what to do with my life. Guide me. And that's... Um, God guided me. God sent um, a couple that talks to me about God after three days after I was talking to my to God about, like that, and I I decided to accept Jesus and let Him guide the rest of my life because I feel like a lack of success in um, and I feel lost facing again the unexpected. So I remember when I uh, I I call on God, I feel that peace. Even though the situation was not resolved, but I have like a, a some kind of a assurance in my inside of me that something is going to happen, and it did. God started uh, at this at the immediately that I I give permission to God to enter in my life. He started clearing my mind. He started giving me ideas, strategies, what to do uh, with my five kids. And um, and I remember, uh, it was like it was like a story. It was like mm-hmm. a movie in my mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, God telling me, "I never leave you. I never forsake you before. I'm not gonna do it now." Mm-hmm. And He started putting in my mind, uh, remind me many success moments in many, many places and many um, experience that I had that I'm supposed to be that or I'm supposed to to be in jail. And he was there mm-hmm. and he was showing me my mind how many times he took me out from those situations, how many times he made a way for me to be out of a situation, very, very, very hard situation that will destroy the rest of my life. And um, it was like a movie. Mm-hmm. And I was very grateful to him. So um, I decided to follow him, to follow him. And he changed my mentality. So when you start following him, you included your ch- children in this new journey. Uh, you went to church. They went to church with you. Yes, all of us went to church. And my mother-in-law, the one that um, that kidnapped me before, 
she was serving God by that time, and she was the one who helped us keep going, uh, follow, keep following Jesus. That's fascinating. Now, <laughs> yes. you know what you didn't explain? How in the world did you get to Ohio from Puerto Rico? Whose decision was that to to leave Puerto Rico to come to uh, Ohio? Well, I was living in Puerto Rico with with two, one kid and what, my firstborn. But the abuse was so much that one of my friends uh, was mo- friend from the school before. She moved to Ohio. She moved to Ohio and she was um, aware of my, my life, the life that... Um, my husband was giving me and she decided and she told me, well, if you want, come to Cleveland and they, they pay my way for me and my child. And I, I left, I left, ah. I run away from home okay. and I end up in Cleveland, um, in that family. And, um, they helped me a lot. And, um, he, he came, I don't know how he found out, that I was here in in Ohio, and she came. And my kids want to be my 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 son want to be with his dad. And he he tried to convince me that he was going to change. And I I I believe him. Mm. I believe him. And I give him a, a, a one opportunity and another chance. And um, he. He knew he he was somebody talked to him about God, mm-hmm. and he started going to church. Mm. But he was not he he didn't have a a commitment with God. Mm-hmm. So I didn't believe in and the the abusive is still going. going on. It's still going on. Still going on until I well decide to divorce him. Yes, and and but in that time that I was living with him, past couple of years more. And in those years, I have my other four kids. And so now his mom and all of them, they're they're up in this area. They're in the Cleveland yeah. area. Yes, and and so you divorce him. You you go to God, ask him for help. Now you you told him enter into my life, mm-hmm. and God did, and He's working with you, giving you strategies and different kinds of way to help you as you raise your five kids. Yes. And in addition to that, the mother-in-law that kidnapped you, yes, w- surrendered her life to God, yes, to Jesus, mm-hmm. and now she's helping you. She's helping me. Um, he was not in the picture. Mm-hmm. My husband, we divorced, and we I didn't want to know nothing about mm-hmm. him. Uh, he he made his life, but his mother and his family always be around with my kids. Mm-hmm. And his her his mom helped me help me in this in this journey mm. in this journey with God. Uh, yes, so I decide to um. To improve my life, mm-hmm. and I get an education. I went to the Spanish American Committee and, and have English as a second language. Then, by that time, was sick, um, was not computer, was um, typewriting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I remember those days. Yes, <laughs> and then I went to try C, and um, I keep improving my life. Then I have my um, my own childcare for 27 years, and in the um, when I was in my childcare, I went to Ashland University and have my bachelor degree in theology. Yes, yeah, so God changed my life completely. Not only mine, they changed the life of my 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 childrens because. Um, the hate and the rejection and all those uh, toxic emotions in my life could have been damaged my kid's heart, but God did not allow it. He, they, they serving God, 
actually they have their own business. They have a one that is a MP Army Sergeant Seven. Uh, some are musicians for God, and yeah, they're very successful in the secular in the spiritual life. So, kind of dig in about the transformation, how God started transforming those thoughts because one thing that's really challenging uh, to people is when they've been severely hurt, scarred like that uh, for a long time. Uh, that Because when we were talking, uh, when I first met you at the coffee shop, um, I, I, I also shared with you about uh, me being molested mm-hmm. by a family member and how that haunted me uh, f- for a, a, a long time. And I guess I never really at the time uh, expressed it to God like I should have to say I thought that I was okay. You know how you just go on with your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I have a relationship with Christ. But then my thoughts was like still in the back of my mind. Why did that why did that person do me like that? And so uh I was reading uh, what happened to Tamar, David's uh daughter, and how her half brother raped her and I'm reading the story and I'm getting upset (laughs) (laughs) I'm like now I don't understand well I said why didn't David take in his daughter after his son did that to his sister why did he not address what happened why did Absalom, the, uh, the son, go get his sister and say, you live with me now? Because the culture then was once that happened to her, nobody was going to marry her. She was that was it for her. And she spent her it said it's, she spent her life in her brother's home in Absalom's home. In the meantime, Absalom got upset with even more so with his dad, David. And uh, that, and then David asked Absalom not to hurt his brother, because Absalom wanted to hurt his brother. He wanted to kill his brother for doing his sister like that. And I remember reading all this. Now I'm really getting angry, and I'm like, "Why? Why didn't he speak up for his daughter? Why did David not speak up for his daughter?" And I'm just fussing about it, and I'm getting mad. And then it went from David to me. I said, why didn't my mother speak up for me when I told her? Why did they just let her get away with that? Why didn't they say something to her? And I was, all of a sudden, I just cried like a baby. I was mad and I got all these tears. I'm hollering and screaming. That isn't fair. And... I heard the Lord, Norma, say to me, I spoke up for you. I spoke up for you. And when I heard that, the tears stopped. And I understood that he spoke up for me in heaven. Because that really could have put a very ruined spot. You know, some people don't recover. People really don't understand the trauma of that. You know, so, well, why did that? Why didn't you do something? You know, those questions. Why did the woman let the man? Why did did, Why did you let them do? They don't understand the trauma of that. And that, and that's what I'm asking you about. Well, when you understand how great and big and, Infinite is the love of God. The love of, of God is, we can't describe it because it's, God is faithful and his love is so much. When you can understand uh, that 
that love and how much God loves you no matter who the things that you did, no matter who you are, no matter, um, you know, he, he teach you how to love. He teach you how to forgive. Mm-hmm. He teach you how to look at people, uh, know, know who they are, mm-hmm. what, the reason of his actions, you know, why they acting like that. A lot of people that, that act wrong is because inside they don't have peace. Inside they are angry. Inside, um, and that's what they, they, they're going to give. But when you have a relationship with God that you know God so personally and you you learn how to forgive, your your vision of things is different. It'll change. It'll change. Yes. And you forgive and you love them. Even though they hurt you, the God the love of God got into you that you gotta love them and pray for them. You're not gonna let them keep ruining your life. No. But you don't you don't keep that hate you don't keep that anger you don't keep those resentment in your heart right and that's what um you can tell i'm healed i'm healed for the pain i heal for the rejection i'm healed for the all the bad things that people did to me or or every every unexpected situation um, the damage that they did inside of you, God healed it if you let him heal you. And, and that day when that happened of my tears drying up, I was healed because I have not cried about that since. Mm-hmm. Yes. And things happen in your life and it's how you look at things and he helped me yeah that happened to you but I've been with you and I'm here with you and I have healed you and I want you to move forward with me don't look back that way look at me (laughs) so uh, I share that story sometimes when I'm talking to other women when uh, that happened uh, because that wasn't just the first time for me. I I had a situation when I was in high school. This mm-hmm. boy tried to rape me on the way home from school. Mm-hmm. And I said the lady was an angel. She intervened and she said, boy, what are you doing? She said, come here, baby. And I ran to her. She said, you run home now. And she saved me from that. And the next time was... Um, my ex-husband's uh, nephew, he tried in front of my son that has autism. Mm. And I was like, Lord, my son don't know what's going on. And when I told him I was going to tell, he tried to break both of my arms. And I was like, he could kill me and my son. Nobody knows he's in here. So, you know, those things have piled up and and. And that day I was able to release it. So we're getting ready to go to a break and we'll be right back. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com If your organization is looking for a dynamic speaker who presents life issues in a down-to-earth fashion, contact Bernadette Butler, author of Living with Autism. At her website, bebutlertheauthor.com, Bernadette's life experiences and love of God will give a lift and hope to all who hear her. While on her site, you can find out about her books, videos, words of praise, joy and love, and many more resources. Visit Bernadette's site today at bbutlertheauthor.com. In her recent release, Living with Autism, God, Me, and Melvin, from Page Publishing, author Bernadette Butler creates an autobiographical account of the joys and challenges of raising a child with a developmental disorder, autism, and the profound strength she derived from her faith throughout the journey, from the beginnings to 
Changes in her son's behavior, silence, diagnosis, and the outcome overall. Get your copy of Bernadette's story at Amazon.com or directly from her website at bbutlertheauthor.com. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. You're listening to Black Friday, every Friday here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Grow. Evolve. Change. You are listening to Embrace the Unexpected with Bernadette Butler. If you'd like to reach the show, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or to reach Bernadette Butler directly, send her a message at her website, bbutlertheauthor.com. Now back to Embrace the Unexpected. So as you can see... Uh, all of us, whether we want to admit it or not, have unexpected things in our life to happen. It's how we handle those unexpected situations. And for those of us who are believers, who we go to to help us through those trying times, he he never, uh, the Lord never said that we wasn't going to have trouble. Um, matter of fact, he said, you don't have to look for trouble <laughs> because trouble is just going to be there. It's, it's the way the world, that's the way the world is. You don't have to look for trouble. But when trouble comes your way, I, I Norma, I just, I'm going to tell you now, I don't know how uh, people uh, live their life without Christ. I'm just speaking for me. But for me, if I didn't have him, through all those circumstances that I went through, I I I don't believe I could have made it. And and that's oh my goodness, that's the that's the truth. Because it was a lot. Hmm. And you know, I, I could have been off somewhere else in a ditch somewhere, you know? And to be at this point in my life in in a new marriage it's like he said his mercies is new each day he gave me another chance after another chance after another chance after another chance and I'm thankful and grateful for him to do that and have done that and whatever other things that he will do in your life and and in my life he's busy in all of our lives whether we uh, believe in him or not, he's always working and doing uh, good in our life. He he wakes us all up in the morning. But uh, the title of now Norma is working on the book. When I met Norma, she said, "I want to write my story, but I don't know how to start." And uh, Norma had shared her story with me, and I and I encouraged Norma. I said, "Just write your story." Uh, it's a uh, it's an amazing, strange, unexpected, can't believable story, but it, she lived this this uh, life, uh, which is really in, it's a victorious life. In the end, it started off rough, but in the end, it's it's victorious. So, what's the title of your book? The title of my book is "God's Beauty in My Scars." Um. My book is going to talk about um, the 
how great is God, even in in the storm, even in the unexpected situation and experience that I had in my life, he always was there. The Bible says that he never forsake you and he never leave you. And uh, he, in Psalms 139, he says that he know you. Mm -hmm. He he chose you. She she knows everything Mm -hmm. in your life. So um, every step, every situation, he was there. If you can see, he was there protecting me. He was there guiding me. And he's using all those moments for his glory right now because um, I can help others mm-hmm. in my experience. Uh, other people that are going to the same situation or worse uh, because I'm a living, living testimony uh, that no matter how many sc- scars life gives you, every each one is a message of recovery, hope, and motivation to others. So um, my my book is going to talk about that and how God was moving and making making a way uh, everywhere um, for me to um, keep living a life of success. Because in every trial, I saw a success. In every every situation, um, I saw. Well, I'm seeing God moving. I didn't understand in the beginning, mm-hmm. but when I go back to my life, I see God guiding me in all these um, unexpected experiences. That's why I like the title of the show, uh, Embrace the Unexpected. Um, yes. Because we live unexpected. Every day, every minute, could all of a sudden, some could change. <laughs> yes, yes. But the the difference is when when you gotta go through life without God, and when you go through life with Him, it's a big difference. Yes, it is. Because you struggle, you struggle without the struggle without God is painful and is is lonely and is the desert. But when you bring God. In your life, in your struggles, in your in in your trials, your life is is easier. And you know, I can close with this: mm-hmm. uh, what the enemy meant to for evil against me, God meant it for good to bring it about that many people should be kept alive as they are today. That's in Genesis fifty twenty, and I like this um, text, Bernadette, uh, Romans eight twenty eight. And that it says, and we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good for those who are called according to his purpose. Yes, 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 yes. So I, I, I feel now victorious. I feel blessed. And I can say, you know, that. I can see beauty in my scars. Because he take your ashes and he makes them beautiful. Yes. Now, you you teach single women, you share with me, at Grace, right? Yes. Yes. I have a group of singles, women's, Mm -hmm. um, and uh, God giving me the opportunity to, to teach them and about how to have a commitment life with God in, in the midst of the singleness. How for you to live fully and in, in, in joy and how to deal with the moments of loneliness. And God convert those moments of loneliness in blessings. So um, that's how, that's the message that um, we give in, in, in our classes is every Monday at 6 o'clock in Grace Church in Middle Bay Heights, in room 8. Everybody's welcome. How many women do you have there that you're teaching? Well, they they are um, registered, 21. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they come more or, or, or a little bit less, but we have a great, great time. We uh, have a time to chat and so uh, have a social time. And then we... Um, 
we start uh, breaking down the message of Pastor Jonathan Schaefer, and we break it down uh, for the needs of a singles. Mm-hmm. Yes, and everybody participate. We have a great, great time. So you use some parts of your life to uh, as a teachable moment with this uh, as a tool with the scripture. Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, yes, I've been divorced twenty three, no thirty thirty eight years, mm-hmm. and um, I've been single. And I enjoy singleness until God decides to give me give me a husband. But for now, I enjoy every moment of my singleness. Even in the moments that uh, loneliness knock my door, I bring it to God and I can see how God lifts me up. And, and uh, I enjoy it. So that helped me to uh, encourage them. Discourage my my singles, women's about how to enjoy your moment of singles and and see it um, in a positive way, and wait wait on the Lord before you make another mistake. <laughs> I know about that waiting, and uh, I did wait, and uh, eventually I did wait. I was disobedient for a while, but then I say, oh, okay, that's it. And I waited, and that's when I met my husband, uh, Paul. And I, I'm glad I had and had to learn the lessons of patience and to wait. Mm-hmm. Well, Norma, I thank you so much for being my guest. Thank you for inviting me. Yes, and uh, I want you to hear this poem. I wrote a poem that I think is fitting for us Uh it, it comes from, I wrote it because of uh, Romans 5, 2, and 6. Uh, through him, through Jesus, we, ha- we have also obtained access by faith into his grace in which we stand, and we rejoice in hope of the glory of God. So the, the title of it is Dancing in the Rain. The day was bright and clear, but I began to sense that someone was near. The clouds began to move in the sky and the brightness of the day began to fade away. The air began to cool and the dampness set in. How can my thoughts be revived again from the sadness that crept within? No cover to hide under, no protection from the storm. The rain began to fall into my life. The waters within began to well up in my eyes when the rain from above began to fall from the sky. My thoughts of today began to wander into yesterday, and those I love are now far away. The water from my eyes fell as the rain came down from from above. As the rain from heaven washed over my soul, my heart began to mourn. My eyes started to groan. The water soaked my feet into his word of truth. Then a rainbow appeared over my heart. My eyes dried up and I was blessed with a new start. The raindrops are watering the seed of hope that is now planted within me. The light of the Lord's love will bring forth a new day. With eagerness, I will tell how the Lord taught my heart to begin again and dance when the rain from heaven began to fall. Thank you, Norma, for being my guest. Thank you for listening to Embrace the Unexpected, your host, Bernadette Butler. Thank you for tuning in to Embrace the Unexpected. Be sure to join your host, Bernadette Butler, for another episode next Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a great weekend.